Welcome everyone to the We Love Philadelphia podcast. We are joined today with Artsphere Incorporated Executive Director Kristen Groenveld. How are you, Kristen? Very good, thanks. How Thank- are you doing, Carlos? I'm great. Thank you for coming on. Uh, we just recently volunteered at a event for Kristen. Well, actually, why don't you tell us a little bit about the event that our students were just at? Oh, it was a wonderful event. Thanks to students like yours who decorated for our 20th anniversary celebration. It was so wonderful to share children's art, share some of the projects that students have been making. Uh, we had some of the murals the kids have painted that are going to be installed at the schools. We had a sample of uh, some of the votives that the preschoolers made um, using tissue paper and glass. We had clay projects and beading projects so that people could see all the different lesson plans and curriculum that the students have made. So. This, this question is a little selfish, and I have this debate with my students being a history teacher. It comes up every once in a while. Yeah. So, And I want to get an expert's opinion. So what is art and what isn't art? Because we'll have these debates when I show political cartoons or I show controversial topics throughout history. And is this art? Is this not art? Is this protected? I think the artist defines whether what they've created is art. And nowadays... It's interesting because the idea of craft is uh, removed if we do things and sometimes we can, we can order things to be made without actually physically making them and it can be art. So it can be completely conceptual or it can be completely handmade. I think that that's, I think it really, it really depends on the, on the artist and how their, their belief Home could be a few words. A story could be a few words. So it's up to the writer to decide. Nice. Never heard it put that way, like in all my debates with students. So I went on the Artsphere Incorporated website and I saw that your mission was empowering and healing the mind, body, and spirit through art. Do you mind giving us what that means? So we believe at Artsphere that um, the process of making art is incredibly therapeutic. It helps kids as well as adults get in touch with their feelings, helps them express thoughts and ideas that they might feel uncomfortable to express using words. It helps them process events that may be emotional or challenging by making art about them. And then when students make art and they share it with their peers, it gives them a forum to talk about these experiences. And it also really allows people an insight into some of the things that they are struggling with or some of the things they're incredibly proud of. Art also has a way of empowering youth by giving them control Whether it's just a piece of paper or it's a piece of clay, art making really helps kids own something, own an idea, run with that idea, continue to create and build on that idea. And there aren't rules the way there are rules in so much of life. And that, I think, is incredibly freeing for kids and also really gets them excited about learning and gets them excited about finding out more about who they are and what they value. And so in that way, it's it's so good for the mind, body, and spirit. Kids relax when they make art. 
they share and they connect with others by talking about their art or showing their art and they really feel good about themselves because they realize they have something that they want to tell others about. Wow. So art is freedom. Art is freedom. It is. <laughs> I really, I truly believe art is freedom. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to argue based on what you just said. Well, thank <laughs> and you. I, I see the same thing inside of my school when the students are engaged in their artwork. They are so much more in the zone and it helps them conceptualize everything that they're that they're doing especially when it comes to reading if there's art involved with it they're able to put the image with the words oh definitely i think that hands-on learning is important because it's easy to get caught up in the mind and thinking it's easy to get caught up in emotions in the heart but making something with a hand it connects the mind body and heart or spirit and that's really important because sometimes we think thoughts, but they're not necessarily true, or we feel things and they're not necessarily tra- true. But when all those are combined, then it gives a student an opportunity to really reflect. Yeah, so like a meditative Zen state. Definitely, when kids and when kids are tapped into their creativity, they're in the state of flow, they're learning, and they're they're using uh, their it's like synergy. So there's they're just really tapped into their energy and processing and higher using higher thinking skills and then they ha- they start to have more ideas and they want to do more things and they find a need to engage more research on a computer or reading a book about something that's also uh, shared. So have you been with Artsphere Inc. since the early years? You said it was the 20th anniversary? 20 years. I'm a founder uh, of the organization. 20 years ago, I was a volunteer for other organizations and I was a staff member for other arts nonprofits. And I was told uh, by friends uh, that had a lot of opinions about what I thought was needed to be changed in education and what, uh, why it was so important for students to have access to the arts. And at that point, enough people confronted me. Instead of saying uh, what other people should do, maybe I should step up and, and do something about it. And, and so that's one of the reasons why we have a really strong mission to advocate uh, for volunteerism and getting involved so that people can actually have strong ideas and we can incorporate them into fixing something. We, we really believe it's good. it's good to have strong ideas. It's good to want to make the world a better place. And if you think that other people should do it, we invite you to take that responsibility on and make it happen yourself. It's a hard pill to swallow in a world where it's just so much easier to blame others for not doing it than to look inside ourselves and see that if you had the idea, if you could see the idea, then you probably can conceive the solution and you probably are capable of uh, making it happen. And again, that creative spirit, you might not necessarily know exactly all the hows, but if you have the idea, you probably have a little bit of the momentum and you can get others on board and more people can help. Nice. And again, that team spirit is, is a big part of art sphere. We also have a philosophy, a, a Japanese philosophy that we've embraced, which is called Kaizen, which is continuous self-improvement. So that 
kind of dovetails with art. So when people make art, you know, the first time they draw something, maybe the line's a little crooked. There are maybe things that aren't exactly perfect, and that's okay. I've been working on my stick figure for 29 years. <laughs> there we go. And, and maybe that's okay that, that the, the, the line isn't perfect, and maybe you accept that, and maybe you perfect it, and you go about it with a playful spirit that is just looking for, you know, little ways to improve and just continually improving. And small ways of improving, I think, are really you know how we grow I, I mean that's how we grow and learn and and I think that's what we really try to talk with with students a lot as far as art is that we aren't we ourselves aren't masterpieces when we first you know do something it's not perfect necessarily it doesn't have to be it's that you're engaged in something and you're you're working on the process and, and that's really important yeah. and then inevitably with practice things get better yeah so you mentioned momentum and self-improvement and practice. So what were some of the early struggles that taught you those things to get art sphere off the ground? I feel like a lot of people they don't start things because they can't see the net they can't see down the road how it's going to turn out and that stops them from starting. So what were some of the the struggles that you faced and overcame? Well, um, one of them is that early on um, a lot of people had some definite ideas about nonprofits that you had to start off with a certain amount of money or that you had to have a certain amount of certain uh, maybe legal team on your board or uh, and though while those do help and and we uh, would encourage you know uh, nonprofits that all, all those things are are really good for nonprofits um, art sphere has been really successful working with volunteers it's been really successful without an endowment. It's succeeded in serving, you know, hundreds of kids, about approximately 650 students a year in 10-week programs, and then thousands more in just workshops. So a group can be highly successful without an endowment. It can be successful with a working board. It can be successful with the non-paid staff. There's a lot of things that a lot of nonprofits we've seen come and go. Yeah. That had incredible endowments, had you know paid CEOs with they're paid a lot of money, and they've only lasted a couple of years. So, so that's not necessarily the ingredients for success. Um, for Artsphere. Also, the ingredients for success aren't to build capital or make a building. They are more about the values of humans uh, relating to one another and humans with differences that connect through art. And so we really feel that uh, art really brings um, humanity in the sharing, uh, sharing of the materials, again, the sharing of ideas, the mentorship of older kids with younger kids or adults, business people sharing their international travel, kids sharing with business people their crafts. All those things are really valuable. Um, also, it's really valuable, I believe, to break down the different boundaries, whether it be socioeconomic or cultural or ethnic or religious, and art can do that. And find those common grounds that are so important. How influential has Philadelphia been on your vision? So I wanted, I think 20 years ago, I was I was very frustrated because I had left Philadelphia and returned to Philadelphia, and I had thought that 
in the time that I was getting my master's degree that Philadelphia would see big improvements. And I think that there's something heartbreaking for any activist, uh, especially arts activists, when we don't see our ideals happening fast enough. The financial inequities, the education inequities uh, are difficult to witness. And I think when I hear about news items of whether it be religious or racial slurs, that motivates us to do more programs and that motivates our volunteers to just do more. Nice. So it's kind of like so, light coming out of the darkness. So, so we do really, really try to focus on the positive. What can we, what, what can we do to bring more positivity? Though it is, it's just a struggle. It's, it is sad that we haven't seen, we haven't seen everybody prosper in Philadelphia. Mm-mm. And uh, it would be great if we could see everybody prosper in Philadelphia and the, if abundance could be shared. What do you think stopping ways. that? I don't know. I just like to think that the more we talk about volunteerism, the more we bring volunteers and people firsthand to understand the inequity and get more involved. I believe that people sharing their knowledge inside and outside cultural institutions is important. I believe that people connecting with more people outside of their circle of family or friends is really healthy and creates a stronger community, uh, a stronger Philadelphia and a better Philadelphia. And any way that Artsphere can promote those things is really important and valuable. Hopefully our students you know, we, we actually talk to our students that they are actually volunteers as well. And the art that they create inspires others. And that when they work as a student with um, an adult who's a, a volunteer, that they are also giving back as well. So we really are interested in kids not considering themselves less. We want to empower all, all kids to feel that they have a lot to give and to give. What do you see? What are you thinking? What do you wonder when you walk around Philadelphia? Uh, well, I, I love Philadelphia. I love, I love how diverse Philadelphia is. I love, I feel like we are a rich city in diversity. And I think that is reflected in all the different foods and all the different cultures in our community. And I think that's like, to me, it's like international travel right here in our own city um, and that richness is just just beautiful um, and fabulous to me and that's I feel really fortunate because I work for a nonprofit that I'm able to travel in so many communities and I want to share that privilege to others through volunteerism for them to travel through all these different communities and see all that wealth of knowledge and ideas and you know I feel like Part opportunity is really a lot about having different ideas and new ideas and different perceptions. So the more new ideas you can have, the more possibilities you can have in your life. So that to me, I feel like is the richness of life itself. And I do feel that Philadelphia is is rich in that in opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. Especially with my students, they're so... I feel like Philadelphia really is a city of neighborhoods and some students, some young people don't have the means or as many opportunities to get out and see the different neighborhoods. And that's what I really appreciate about your your program because you're bringing these people together. And once the people come together, they'll have more opportunities to go explore everything that Philadelphia has. Oh, it's, it's fabulous. I mean, we've brought, we brought volunteers from all over the world um, to different rec centers and they've gotten to experience how great Philadelphia is. And, and likewise, they've taught uh, students about firsthand experiences that they've, they've had, whether it's looking in the pyramids or teaching origami and being raised Japanese or folding fabric and knotting we had a Chinese intern that taught our students how to do that. So all different, all different cultures to me, all different volunteer experiences. The more we can share them, and I think share them in like in the first hand, like directly where we're, people are meeting people. There's just they just open doors. People talking about a business trip to California with young people suddenly it opens a door that kids might want to be business people and, and travel the country for people, a businessman to share with our students about the fires and seeing the smoke. It made news much more real. And I think that that's another thing that we see so much on TV and, and on our computers that sometimes that firsthand experience is what makes it more believable and understandable and, and is important for young people who maybe have never traveled outside of their neighborhood alone along the city. So I would like to acknowledge you. Oh, thank you so much. For for seeing a problem in our city and actually taking action towards it. I know that's super hard for a lot of people to do is to take that first step and to create something. I would like to acknowledge you for giving Philadelphia children, Philadelphia young people the opportunity to connect with one another and really get in touch with the city. Thank you so much for coming out and um, interviewing me and learning more and sharing more about our organization. So I have one last question that we ask all of the all of the people that we interview. So this is for the teenagers. So if you could go back in time and tell the teenage you three things, great what would you tell them? question. <laughs> and this is so great because this leads into what we, we talk a lot about, writing our past selves letters in art sphere and then writing our future selves letters and getting wisdom from our future selves. So I would say not sweat the small stuff, honestly and focus on bigger visions, finding meaning that is gonna really empower you and see if you can serve a greater cause. And I think that you, and if you follow your passion doing that and sharing something that you really love, I think you're on the right track. So how can we actually get involved with your organization? How can we reach you? How can we find you? We would love for you to connect with us on our website, www.artsphere.org. That's A-R-T-S-P-H-E-R-E dot O-R-G. We have a link to our volunteer page. And from there, you can uh, reach out to us or you can email info at artsphere.org. And that's A-R-T-S-P-H-E-R-E. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. 
and finding things that you would like to give and serve, ways that you would like to uh, get involved in the community. We have direct service. We have uh, people who volunteer remotely. I look forward to hearing from you. We have literacy programs, health and environment programs, technology programs, all using art. And so we welcome your ideas and input. Thank you.